Hello and welcome to ReTNG, a Star Trek The Next Generation rewatch podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is Season 7, Episode 23. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Emergence. Right. Getting really close to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Emergence has uh, Teleplay by Joe Minoski, story by Brandon Braga, and directed by Cliff Ball, and was first aired May 9, 1994. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just coming May up to... May been the final the final final few episodes of the series here yeah all right um so this was an episode that you forgot existed um no. <laughs> more or less it was i when watching this episode mm-hmm. i remembered parts like i was like oh i remember all the train stuff right uh i remembered like the weird colored like shape thing yeah but like no context for right. any of it in my mind. In fact, it, it was so kind of like slow, like like I was so slow to pick up that this was the episode with these things. I was like, oh, yeah, how come it hadn't dawned on me that we hadn't come across those memories I had had of Star Trek? Like really specifically the train stuff with like right. um, the actor who plays the conductor there yes. and then putting the puzzle together. Like I the big really, Lebowski. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay, but do you know what blew my mind? Mm. Speaking of, not recognizing actors and things, mm. which will make no sense in this context. Yeah. We didn't record that conversation, <laughs> but we are just recently having a conversation about, not recon- about recognizing or not recognizing actors and things. Okay, so David Huddleston is the name of that actor mm-hmm. who plays the conductor, mm-hmm. and obviously, yes, he was the Big Lebowski. Yeah, in the Big Lebowski, yeah. but he's been in tons oh, of stuff, for sure. like yeah, tons yeah. and tons of stuff, like tons recognizable of stuff, act. right? Like back to I think like the late seventies. Uh, TV, movies, everything. What I didn't realize <laughs> is a, he was Santa Claus in Santa Claus the movie. Yes, he's Santa Claus in Santa Claus the movie. No yeah. idea. Yeah. That was definitely a case where I did not recognize uh, an actor. Yeah. Um, um, well, I mean, I, well, you in put, my defense, put a giant beard. Big, big Santa beard. <laughs> covering big up 90% Santa of his hair, face. Santa, yeah. Santa suit, Santa yeah. hat. I, he's I got think that, I can be it, somewhat... He's one of those actors. But I had to look you, up a you trailer. You go with voice. You go with voice. Well, that's the thing is, I had to look up the trailer for Santa Claus the movie because it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. And I was like, "There's not a lot of shots of Santa in that trailer." No. Because it mostly focuses on um, well, the uh, kid John Lithgow. John and, Lithgow and and um, uh, oh god, Andy Mc no uh, not Andy McDowell. The uh, famous, the he plays the elf in it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like the um, it's a, with a D. Uh, why am I doing this to myself? See, this is what I have problems with. I don't have problems yeah, 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 with actors' yeah, yeah, yeah. faces. I have problems with actors' names falling out of my head temporarily. Dudley yeah. Moore. Dudley Moore, yeah, thank so you. So the trailer really focuses on Dudley Moore and then John Lithgow. I always want to call him Andy McDowell for some reason. And a little bit with the kids. So I had to like really scan through the trailer to like find a shot of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of, of Santa. Yeah. And then I found this like one still from like... The scene where he's like, whoa, in the, in the, in in the, the sleigh. sleigh. Yeah. And there's like a scene where he's like, and you can see like the shape of his face yeah. oh, under yeah. the Santa thing. And I was like, oh yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's crazy. Cause of course, I mean, I watched that movie a lot as a kid mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I think it was even on my it top, top yeah, both of uh, ours. Christmas movies. Yep. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, no idea that mm-hmm. he was Santa in that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But, but obviously, you know, he's been in many of the things, mm-hmm. you know, character, actor. Plays a really place. great, but, um, but of course, bad guy. Best known, things. obviously, yeah. now for Big Vosky. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that was funny, because obviously I haven't seen this episode in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, it's, it's him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, basically the idea was just... Oh, it's, all, they it's, had a it's slot. kind of a topical episode. Well, they like, had a slot for... Like, one. oh, emerging to AI. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that aspect, I think, is not one of the stronger parts of the episode. No, no. In the context of... Like, it's 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 good in terms of, like like you said, like the yeah. applicability of, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. believable in that sense. Yeah, yeah. But, like, in the context of the Star Trek universe, it doesn't really hold up because it's like, well, wait, the- wait, wait. You're telling me that starships can just spontaneously develop, like... Yeah. Like... It, intelligence and then they can create the, their own the problem is, is the why way this never happened I, ever in Star Trek before the way Jordy presents it when he has his like yeah. powerpoint presentation yeah. I'm just like well shouldn't this be happening like every yeah. other week on starships yeah like they Cause need because the, over the course the of is they failed to introduce the like mystery some, element yeah. that was the trigger yeah and I think this, that was just like was, a goof on the right. because this part. is kind of like a space maybe there was something caught it is sort of a space <laughs> mystery episode yeah, yeah. because there is that initial well, thing well, of like, what's, the, the what's going is, on. Yeah, yeah. But what's interesting is that it's a it's like an internalized space yeah. space mystery episode mm-hmm. because it's not them encountering something that they know that they have to mm. figure out. It's something within the ship yeah. that seems seemingly coming out of nowhere that they're like, "What's going on?" That's kind of an interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of an sure. interesting twist sure. on the space mystery. And then, of course, also it is like the final. Uh, Polydeck episodes, essentially. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the intention was. They were like, okay, let's do a we have big like final... X number of episodes left. Mm-hmm. We're, we're reaching the end of the line here. We yep. need to do one final holodeck episode. Yeah, no, and I mean, um, and they do a great job because they don't they don't do the we're trapped in the holodeck part, which was been yeah, done to yeah, death. Yeah. And then they really vary it up because it yeah. starts out with Data doing uh, some Hamlet or, or uh, not uh, Hamlet, uh, uh, the Tempest, the Tempest. He's yeah, doing the Tempest. And Which was kind of like, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. It's not only are you throwing in like a bunch of like the little tropes that are like the final, you know, it's the final like Shakespeare references yeah. episode. Yeah. It's the final holodeck yeah. episode. It's the final mm-hmm. space mystery episode to some degree. Um, there's a little bit of space mystery in the very last episode, but yeah. not, not as much. Um, I mean, as soon as it's revealed that, that Q's involved, yeah. that yeah. It takes all the mystery out because yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, well, it's just, it's just, just Q, Q, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of this final Space Mystery episode, kind of the final Holodeck episode, final, final like Shakespeare references episode. Also, we, you know, let's, let's have Spiner play another character yeah. for the last time. Let's do it. Go for it. Because <laughs> we love to make Spiner play different characters. Dress up. And he, um, he's got his best, uh, 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 what's the... Radig- he looks like he made me think of Radagast. <laughs> yeah, from- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Prospero, you know, he's yeah. kind of like a wizard. Sort yeah, of. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. And then the train comes, and they almost die. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "What's the train? What's the Orient Express doing on Prospero's Island?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, uh, so originally, it's just so, one of the stops in the so Orient Bran- Express. <laughs> so Brandon Braga, who's mm-hmm. credit, has the story credit on this because he originated the idea mm-hmm. for the episode. Uh, uh, in terms of just being like, oh, we need to do a final yeah. holodeck episode. And originally he was thinking maybe um, like a Dixon Hill sure. episode. Sure. That's kind of the obvious go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he decided like, ah, well, you know, that maybe that wouldn't be the most exciting thing. Um, and so he just thought, well, what if we just do like the ultimate holiday episode where we just like throw in like just mash it all up. over different yeah. things and mm-hmm. stuff. And then, but he was so busy working on the finale mm-hmm. Uh, that he couldn't write the script, so yeah. that they assigned the script to another writer, um, and uh, so. But then initially, like it was 
way over like oh like way it too went much really wild and crazy with with mm-hmm. it being because they were just like final holiday episode let's just go nuts mm-hmm. and they were like yeah we wouldn't like we, it, we even if we had weeks to shoot this episode <laughs> they could never we would, have done we, it we wouldn't uh, be able to do all this so they so uh they actually asked down to... uh Nurin shankar actually doesn't have credit but he came in like at the last minute to kind of like Chop do another rewrite too. and bring it down to something manageable and I mean, it works. Like yeah. uh, one of the things that they that was interesting that they also noted on the uh, the memory alpha there was that uh, um, there's no nothing new like new sets or anything had to be yeah. built for this. Yeah. Because the train was actually from uh, it was the train that was built for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, the, good. The, the Coppola movie. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was still around. So they used that, and then the uh, the city. Right. That little city. Where he puts area the brick in the wall. Yeah. Was just the standard uh, New York City back lot. Oh, of, so of it's par- just, at Paramount. It, there we go. It's which was just standing, available. That was a available, standing available back lot. Yeah, so perfect. They they didn't have to actually build anything for yeah. it. Um, and also interestingly, the the little life form thing, as you can obviously see when you see the episode, CG. is CG, which yeah. again a rare thing for for next gen. Yeah, they didn't do CG very often. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I mean, what we're seeing now is obviously the redone, touched up, yeah, the redone, yeah. so the redone much CG than, for the yeah. for for the remasters. Yeah, but even on the original episode, it was CG. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah <laughs> there's a scene um, when they go in the second time yeah. to the train with uh, Troy. Yeah, and um, they're kind of talking. Like she, oh, she, is that when the uh, the engineer gets shot? Yeah, by yeah, like yeah. the and 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 the they make guy. the they make she she makes the comment about like how it's like oh it's like it's like it's such a mess in here because it's like everybody's yeah, stuff yeah, all crossed all over different. and all I could think of is like like if this is what qualifies as like. Like messy on the because yeah. because all it is is like when people like the most it's always the most mundane crap on like yeah. people do on the holodeck well, and think, I'm like I'm like you would yeah what I would do with the holodeck would just <laughs> blow your minds well, clearly you know, obviously a lot of that comes to budget <laughs> yeah, yeah you know for well, a nineties TV also, show so much of the but also you don't want to like overwhelm your yeah. audience you know well also so much of when they use. And I mean, this is when they use the holodeck because they use the holodeck to do a lot of like cultural reenactments, yeah, uh, historical reenactments and yeah, cultural yeah, yeah. touchstones. So they're limited yeah. to a specific. Well, well and I mean, and that is purely to obviously like make something like ident- be identifiable to the audience. Yeah. you know, it, like I mean, I mean this this comes up every time we've talked about this. It comes up like really. After two apocalypses and 700 years in the future, anybody would remember the Orient Express? Get out of here. Uh, like, there is no way any of that story would make it I mean, that's, that's just any, a, that's a personal judgment call. I mean, there's you know. no reason to... I mean, people still... I mean, we've talked about this before. People still study, like, you know, uh, like, Greek drama from, like, 2,000 years ago. Very you know? true. Very so, true. Mean, but, but you know, we... But, but yes, there yeah, isn't... Out, that was not, that was not like I pop culture. No, no, but I agree, you know? I agree in the sense that... There but is, that's how thing. Everything historical they reference is a more or less like 20th century touch. Yes, and that's for... Exactly. And you know, Keep it close to home. Keep it close to home. <laughs> and, and then they also weave that into the... Uh, into the narrative of the Star Trek, especially the Next Generation era, yeah. of the of the like, that was sort of the last century before kind of everything, yeah, like yeah. went to pot, yeah. and so like that is the last like oh we can really 
concrete down and know stuff about it. Because after that, nobody kind of wants to think about what happened after that. Because well, that was like 200 yeah. years of like that. For sure. I mean, <laughs> that know? could be part of it. That could definitely like, be part of it. Nobody's in the holodeck like recreating any yeah. of those wars. Or I mean, that like could that, definitely you know? be part of it. That's and, but, and also because it's human-centric, right? Yeah. It's, it's always... Right. It's, well, because it's always one of two things. It's always... Uh, and, and this actually came up in a, a very recent episode. But also, with, uh, with they like, were talking about tiny trains are cool. Yeah, yeah well, like no, it's exactly. just fun to do well, stuff. Well, that's the thing involving in, old in, tiny trains. That's so. what I was, I was getting to. Yeah. Is like the whole, uh, you know, because it, it came up again when we were talking about uh, oh, the episode where they had like, what would the you Native rather... American episode, and it was just like. So, like how Troy knew about this, like obscure, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. stuff uh, like that. But it's that it's, was bad. Though. Yeah, was, see, that's I mean, where that's the a, line that's, is drawn. Exactly. You, you know, know, that's where you go over the line to bad versus but putting the putting yeah. the Star Trek characters into like a cool, like the train thing or the Dixon yeah, yeah. Hill stuff, yeah. which is like identifiable, yeah. fun, um, but also still puts them in the like borderline fish out of water well, situation yeah, for right? sure and it also is something that even when the episodes were made like in the 90s it's something that was already distant enough yes from that time it's not so distant that mm-hmm. we're totally disconnected because it's still like you know 20th century or mm-hmm. you know maybe very end of 19th century mm-hmm. um but like because i think uh the des- the aesthetic like um the setting as it were of this was set around it was supposed to be like 1920s yeah yeah but of course because there was things mixed from other yeah. like holodeck things there was like the, like a knight in armor and, uh, yeah, yeah yeah you know uh like a gold gunslinger like a, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the spank the, the like the, yeah. the swashbuckling spaniard or, so there or, were or, like different things that because oh no he wasn't a, he wasn't he was like a he was like gunfighter he yeah, was yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so Spanish like they, gunfighter, they mention yeah. different Mexican, like that probably. things are different things mm-hmm. are mixed in but like the overall setting of like when the era of like the train and stuff mm-hmm. was supposed to it was supposed to be like 1920s yeah yeah um and I guess you kind of see that when mm-hmm. they go to the city at the end with like the the gangster guy and the right. the cars and stuff, you know. Sure. Something about it makes me wonder but, if you could do, because this I don't think this ever happened in Star Trek. Maybe it happened in one of the other things, like okay. on Voyager or something like that. Yeah. But you did like a Dixon Hill. Yeah. You did it all in black and white. Oh yeah, they did. They absolutely. Do they do that? Oh, yeah, there okay. was they. They did uh, because of course, like that could make everybody. There was a look running thing white, on right? Voyager that they went uh, program that they went back to every so often. That was like Tom Paris. It was like one of his things, oh, okay. and it was like a, I think it's called like Captain Proton or something. It's basically like oh, a, it's like it a, like, yeah, like a Buck yeah. Rogers, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. or um, uh, not Buck Rogers. What's the um, the we did the movie, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, like the old that like, retro spacey, yeah, that yeah, yeah, retro yeah. kind of space like 30s kind yeah, of thing yeah, 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 style. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was based on that, and yeah, like whenever they were in the holiday in that program, everything was mm-hmm. black and white. Yeah. And everything was kind of like played, like the you yeah. know the music and the, everything yeah. would like feel like it was something from that era. Yeah. So yes, they did they did do that and they did. Confirm, I, I vaguely remember they that. They did confirm now. that, yeah, that yeah. the holodeck can do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty cool. Um. But yeah. Um. Well, anyways, what I was trying to say was just that it's so when they have those kinds of things, it's like even when those episodes were being made, mm-hmm. they were th- they were eras and things that were distant enough to not be like or. Sorry, not too distant as to be totally disconnected because they were like still like 20th century or, you know, but like it's still a very kind of like, like, I mean, Dr. Crusher even says about the whole thing with like the train and the Orange Express and stuff. Like it's this like kind of romantic, mysterious atmosphere, the atmosphere you never know who you're going to meet and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And that whole 
that whole conversation. Like, she literally basically spells it out, right? Yeah. And there is, like, for those kinds of things, there is that, it's like... It's not necessarily oriented expressed by the book. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's not how it was actually necessarily was to be there. Mm. It's the idea of what it was like. Yeah. It's this romanticized mm. idea of, like, like oh, you're traveling on this yeah. luxury, you know, thing, and, like, the people and you, that mm. you meet and the yeah. things that could happen along the way. Just like, you know, you know like say... A, a murder could happen. Traveling on <laughs> a luxury giant spacecraft going through space yeah, 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 yeah. and the people that you might sure. meet and the sure. murder yeah. that could happen. Right, but that's... But to them, <laughs> that's, that's a regular normal. life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you right. know, they want the thing that's... I mean, that is one of those things, like, it's very interesting how often... Yeah, because like, if we had a holodeck they, now... We would do Star Trek. We would be doing... Like, I would be on the bridge. spaceship. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But they're on a spaceship right. and they're doing stuff... Yeah, Crusher's doing Orient Express. Yeah. I'm doing yeah, Next exactly. Generation. Exactly. It's all about your perspective. It's all about your the context, right? But yeah, I mean, it was... I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a neat idea. My, my only real problem, like I said, is that it just, it doesn't really make sense as something where it's, it's very typical TNG in that like none of this has ever happened before and none of this will ever happen again or be referenced again or have any future Mm -hmm. consequences or significance. Like, Uh, like the offspring of the ship that flies away will never come back. It will never be referenced again. It will never have any impact on anything. No other ship will ever do this. Yeah. Right. It, none of it matters. It's, it was a pretty cool story. It's, it's very funny. (laughs) Uh, because, they they take a they take a page right out of this episode yeah, yeah. on lower decks. Okay, and I haven't seen them all yet. So. Yeah, and the like, I mean, if they were the like spontaneous AI, yeah, and it's just happening all the yeah. time. Now, to, to and fair, they make a joke out of yeah. it because, like, back at like Starfleet headquarters or whatever, yeah. like they have this like this like prison pit. Where they just like store all these like AIs yeah, because yeah. they always spawn at unfor- like yeah. out of nowhere, just like in this episode. It, it happened. Everything just continuously always happens like this episode. Like out of nowhere, suddenly there's yeah. an AI becomes a huge problem. They trap it in a, like a computer box or whatever, yeah. like the Moriarty situation or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then like it goes in the, in like a slot, and there's just like thousands. I mean, of them. <laughs> I will say to be fair, yeah. If they're ever going to go back and reference like random weird things like this. Obviously, Lord X is where it would happen. Yeah, yeah. and because of the well, that show is just basically being a sitcom. It's not really that show is mostly just like tongue like, in cheek. It is references to serious in like, the sense that yeah. it is a real Star Trek show. Uh-huh. Like, oh, it's, absolutely, it follows it, canon. It follows. Well, it treats but, itself, but seriously. it's also not yeah. intended to be taken too seriously. No, no, no. So they can do a lot of things yeah. that reference back, or mm-hmm. you know, have some kind and of. They, I mean, I think a large portion of that show, like the purpose of that show is to, like, like we, anybody watching this has probably watched a lot of Star Trek. Yeah. You know all those things that yeah, make you yeah. go, hmm? Yeah. Well, we're going to address all, all those things. things. that you thought they <laughs> yeah. would never reference again, yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah, reference yeah. those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you for know. sure. So, Especially it, a lot of later season yeah. TNG. So, I mean, it does it there, but, like, it, they would never do it in any no, other no. show. <laughs> you know? Um, so. But, yes. I mean, for me, I think the only two things that kind of, like, were like a knock on this episode. Oh, the other thing I like oh. is everybody gets to contribute. Oh yeah, yeah everybody yeah. gets a this decent a full, amount full of cast time. on. Everybody yeah. gets lines. Everybody gets mm-hmm. some level of contribution. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, Troy does quite a bit because mm-hmm. she's the one that goes off and like follows like the gangster guy and tries yeah. to figure out what was up with the brick. Yeah, and all that stuff. And I mean, she kind of puts herself in it's, jeopardy. It's actually times. in some ways actually, but like um, she actually gets to do quite a bit, which is great because it's like, ah, hey, Troy's Picard and to Ry- actually do stuff. Picard and Riker actually like the 
probably yeah. the least. Well, because they're just involved. doing the management. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're just like overseeing the ship and There's trying to keep things together. There's not a lot for them to do in yeah. context with we, what the problem is, yeah. right? I mean, like just, other than managing. Yeah, like they're, they're, they're basically they're, just yeah. being the managers. They're keeping mm-hmm. things together. They're yeah. making sure that you know. Also, trying to considering the nature safe. of like but the way the ship is responding, have, it's important yeah. like that they're on the bridge. Yeah, right. Like, but they still have a decent amount of screen time. They still both have a decent amount of lines. Um, mm-hmm. but like everybody gets to do stuff like yeah. like Worf gets to do stuff and he's got a decent amount of lines mm-hmm. Jordy gets to do stuff he's got a decent amount of lines Data of course always does mm-hmm. you know uh, and Crusher does a little bit because yeah. she, I mean she's pretty much stays oh, yeah. in sickbay but like they have to go there for several uh, times yeah. uh, and of course because <laughs> it, the the it kind of kicks everything off with like the whole, oh, Picard getting hurt. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the whole train thing, which mm-hmm. was from her program, and so like, yeah, like it was cool. Cool that like, like this is other than well, that, again, knowing that we're coming up on the end exactly. of the series, let's get everybody involved. But, but this is the know. time to be doing something mm-hmm. like this. Exactly, like, yeah. it doesn't really tie in with anything bigger. Mm-hmm. And of course, it has that issue of like you know that like none of it matters because it'll never be brought up again. But like as a story, <laughs> after seven seasons, we're used to that. But like as exactly, well, yeah. it should be anyways. Yeah. Um, if you're not, you're watching the wrong show. <laughs> but like, but as a, a standalone, <laughs> David Park, who the hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> but as one final standalone mm-hmm. that doesn't have it and ties to anything else, and is just yeah. a Star Trek: The Next Generation episode where mm-hmm. everybody gets to do something, everybody gets to contribute. Yeah. I mean, it works really well as that, you know? Like, as long as you're not looking for any greater tie-in, mm-hmm. it's yeah. there's nothing really wrong with it. So, uh, so give, given that, given that, what, what would you give this? Uh, man, I'm going to have to go nine. You're going to go nine? Yeah. I mean, okay. really... I mean, other than the basic flaw of, like, being meaningless. Um, yeah. And I mean, and I only say that in terms of meaningless, in terms of how it... In terms of the context of the world, yeah, sure, sure, and the show as a whole, it's not meaningless in terms yeah. of like you can talk about like the philosophical, oh yeah, yeah ramifications yeah. of like the the ship, you know, developing its intelligence right. and then creating an offspring, mm-hmm. and and all, and I like how they even explain the whole like oh well. You know, won't this be like a problem going forward? And it's like, no, because you know how like some life forms like they only exist to have their offspring yeah. and then they just die off. Yeah. So like they kind of explain like the, they, the ship's intelligence kind of just goes away yeah, once yeah. the offspring yeah. comes out. Yeah. So now it's just back to being the ship. Yeah. But like for now. But that's you know that's just an excuse to <laughs> yeah. like never have to bring this yeah. up again. But like as a standalone episode, which is what this show is kind of really based around, mm-hmm. like the episodes that have a lot of tie-in and a lot of continuing stuff are, they feel more modern because that's how shows yeah. are now. But like, that's not really the bread and butter of this show. No. This show was always it's an really episodic show no. that was about just tell a story. Yeah. Just tell us a story. Whether it's even like canonical or not, it doesn't mm. even matter because next week it's going to be a new story, you know? Yeah. And it's and it's really only as the show goes on that they start to be more comfortable with having more continuity mm-hmm. and tying in, um, which again, like I say, like those kinds of episodes are obviously feel more modern in a sense because that's what shows always do now. But that's not really what this show was. Like the yeah. show was always a very episodic show, just about making cool one-off stories. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a great one. Great yeah. one. Now I will say, ironically, perhaps. Like, back at the time, like, when I was this, the age of when the oh, yeah. episode came out, stuff like this, I did not care for this episode. Oh, yeah. I didn't hate it, but I was just, it just did nothing for yeah, me. I was just fair. like, what is this? Yeah. Like, this isn't a... This I can understand like, it. I just found it weird yeah, back yeah. then. 
And I mean, it's not like I was that young. I mean, I was, you know, a teenager. But like, it was just, to me, it was just like, what is this? Lack like, of context. Well, you know? well I didn't <laughs> really appreciate like, like the, the, the basic concept of the story yeah. just was kind of like, it didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. Um, there was almost too much, like with all the holodeck stuff kind of thrown together. It was almost kind of like, like back then, you would have wanted, you would have wanted the Dixon Hill them to just do another Dixon, Dixon Hill episode. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, that would have been less interesting because sure. they'd already done it, you yeah. know. And doing this was doing something, a chance to do something different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I really liked it this time around. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go nine. Okay. I, I really uh, like I'm it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I'm basically I'm basically gonna knock it for like kind of the like I feel this this episode is really great it, like all, like all the character stuff and, and I think and it's the, fair it's An eight or nine is it's just the reason is and I feel the writers dropped the ball yeah like basically bookend to drop the ball on this episode where yeah. failure to give the a catalyst mm-hmm. to why this is happening yeah. And, just continuously poses yeah. the like what like, just took like the easy route out by yeah. just saying like oh it's just basically random and, <laughs> and then ending the episode with Jordy with Worf or not Worf uh, Picard <laughs> talking to Jordy about like because they need that vitrium or whatever that, that the thing is and and Jordy's like oh yeah I can just like whip that up that's not a problem well, and it's like it's a little more to it than that but yes I, I but, understand but where it's like from. The, if the computer could thought of yeah. all this other stuff it's there, doing, it should have been able to think of yes, that. You there's know? actually <laughs> another fairly major issue like that, a, a major flaw, yeah. which is where the thing where the um, the warp drive kicks in. Oh suddenly, yeah, yeah, and then and they're, oh, they're gonna, away, yeah, yeah, they're and gonna then shut they, it down. They find out it's because there was like this oh s- some kind of weird field of something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. moved up, it out of the way so they didn't get destroyed. destroyed the ship if they hadn't gotten it out of the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so the ship. Because it's trying to like protect, you know, to, to it was looking for something that they normally need, wouldn't look needed for to get out out of yeah. the way, right? But they're but they're like, well, why didn't we notice it? And it's like, oh, well, like our sensors are like set up to like detect that. It's oh, really? Like, they're not set up. They're to not set up to something something just, just spontaneously <laughs> destroy the ship. Like, if you know about it, why would they not be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would they not? pick it up like yeah i can understand if it was an un, unknown phenomenon that mm-hmm. like they didn't know it was so weird like but the fact that, that it was a known phenomenon yeah. but they don't detect it because they're not that set bit up of writing it, it was com- no sense the bit of writing was completely unnecessary yeah like they didn't even need to put it in there because of what comes later <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that the ship is actually moving around and looking for stuff like yeah it, it well, is, in that case, it it just moved yeah, to get yeah, out yeah. of harm's way. It was right? really, but yeah, I was like, or, okay, or that's terrible. How they wrote it, they they could have yeah. written it in like, so, oh, it like detected it before we normally. Yeah. So that goes along with yeah, yeah. sort of what you're saying. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is, there's things like that in the episode. It's, it's just one of those things yeah. that could have been solved with like any of that stuff. Yeah. My problems with it could have been solved with like one or two lines of dialogue, and the fact that nobody when they wrote this episode like question that is i guess this is one of those like i'm giving the episode a nine i'm giving the writers an eight you know that's fair you know it's i mean you can even say you're giving the episode a nine the writers a seven and then we're meeting it, it into, yeah split it on and an make it an but eight. it is a it is a quite good episode yeah, yeah. and I, and I, like i, I said maybe it. maybe i went a little higher just no no that's fine no no i'm what i'm saying though is maybe i went a little higher just because of the fact that i was so surprised by mm. like I'm experiencing it in a very yeah. different way than yeah. when I did, you know, yeah. 30, 30 years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. 28 years ago, 29 mm-hmm. years ago, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, that's Emergence. Uh, that's Emergence. Yeah. That's a so, pretty good one to 
not quite go out on, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, getting close, getting close. So we close. have one more in between before the finale. Yeah, so but yeah, that makes next episode, episode... Preemptive Strike. Preemptive Strike, episode 24. Yeah. And which will be, because of how we're doing this, that will be the second to last episode of Re-TNG. Yeah. Because we're we going to do doing the finale, finale as, as one. one. Yeah. We did the premiere as one. Yeah. those That's the way they originally aired in both yeah. cases. They are, they're like a double episode, but they were a double yeah. episode made to go together. Mm-hmm. Um, splitting it into two-parters only happened on like reruns. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It just works yeah, that works way. Fine. Because they weren't a two-parter in the sense of... Um, yeah. a, a I mean, it's it's sense. one of those things. Like when we when we were doing this, I I right at the beginning of this, yeah. I because we had done that, we did the first one that way. Yeah. I was thinking like there was a lot of two parter episodes throughout this series. Yeah. A lot of it's like the season breaks and yeah. stuff like that. And I was thinking like, should we do those all as one episode because they are sort of one yeah. story? Well, and my was, rule is if they were, if we, they so were we decided to go with that. To, yeah, if they came out as as a mm-hmm. double episode. Do them that way. Yeah. If they came out as and, two and also, separate episodes, I felt do them it, that way. It, I felt it was better, like especially because a lot of those are over the season breaks. Right. Yes. It the felt better ones. to cliffhanger. Of course. E- even though it's only a week for us, rather yeah. than but you want to do the cliffhanger. You separately. still want to. You still want to. Yeah. You totally yeah. want to do the cliffhanger separately, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing is, because when the when they came out with the remasters, yeah. as they were doing each season, they also each season had a uh, a standalone release that was. Um, a two-parter uh or in some cases um it was the the two-parter that went over the oh, course right. between the two seasons like the, the mm-hmm. cliffhanger and the and the, the yeah the, the resolution um and then in other cases it was just like a an in-season two-parter but like whatever like was like the most prominent two-parter of that year they did standalone releases where they would edit them into like a movie yeah just cut the credits have, like, ex- more extras and stuff that oh, yeah. they couldn't fit on the on the season cool. sets and That's stuff cool. So you get like more, you get extra stuff. That's kind of cool. Um, and you, I think there's like commentaries on them and stuff like that mm-hmm. that you wouldn't otherwise get and things like that, right? So like there's like a best of both worlds, like standalone thing. Right. Things like that, right? That's but a cool way to do that. The problem is that, that it's cool, it's great, and I, and I, I have them all, um, but uh, the problem is you do lose a bit of like, yeah. because they... they edit those like transitions right. between the episodes to make them seamless so it's, yeah so like you lose like the 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 momentousness of like for example especially with best of both worlds that incredible I mean, cliff the thing is, is most people who have seen that know sure you know so and like, like the experience yeah, yeah. is so it's you know, it's not really any different than because them puts doing me, the like where they do the, like the the like the like papa just before like the commercial break. Sure. Like, well, we don't have the commercial breaks, so right. it literally means nothing to right. us anymore. Yeah. You know, like that. But, but losing that yeah. is like you yeah. do lose something. Like, you know? Not it's it's not like Picard, where they like film where they it, it feels like yeah they film it like there's commercial breaks, yeah, which is such a weird, so weird. Yeah, I had a really long I've talk a to num- a friend about this. I've seen this. a number of like, stream, how, like streaming like, shows why, that have that. Is there plans down the road to? Like throw this on network television because Picard's so obvious the way the music I've goes seen, and the plot. The I've story seen that in the more than cut. one streaming show, and, it's where, just and like, I was just like, "Wait, what are you guys cutting to? There's there's no commercials. This is all like preemptive for like their when they're hope like, oh, you can watch for free, but with yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe, I guess, maybe. yeah, I don't know. I but don't know. anyways, yeah, yeah. So that's emergence, and uh, yeah, yeah. and so we'll be back next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until then, I'm Chris. Seven. Cheers. Bye bye.